0: Let's welcome in our next guest, and that's George Schultze, the founder of Schultze Asset Management. Welcome to the show, George. Thanks, Tom. Great to be here. All right. So we've seen some added volatility in the overall market into the end of 2021. Do we remain in a risk on mode for stocks into 2022? Or are we due for maybe a little bit of a correction pullback?
1: I think the chances are we're probably a little bit more due for a correction after a big run. Although we've had a, a bit of a correction through November and into the, the you know, early part of this month, um, you, know, the, you know, we're starting to see some serious signs of inflation. I mean, in the last month we were at 6.8 percent for the 12 months uh, running, you know, through November 30th in terms of you know CPI inflation, and that's the highest it's ever been since uh, going back, you know, 1982. Um, so you're really starting to see you know, rising prices across the board. And I think what that means, um, and that's what we're advising clients, is that it means that the Fed, you know, will will likely have to, you know, not just taper, but also likely raise rates uh, possibly several times next year. And so that's why we think, you know, there's a good possibility of a market correction along the way. Um, Having said that, and, you know, remember the fixed income market, you know, we've had about 40 years of appreciation. It's been a 40 year bull market. Um, So, so, you know, in terms of the fixed income market, we're certainly, you know, ready for a bit of a correction. Uh, But we'll see how that all plays out. You know, the spillover into the equity market could create some volatility, as your last guest was seeing. Um, Having said all that, you know, there are some interesting companies out there that trade at pretty interesting valuations after distress and after other events that got them to where they are today.
0: Yeah. And uh, with some of those names, we'll get to those uh, here. And first one you've got on your uh, radar, uh, Chesapeake Energy. CHK is a ticker symbol. This is a natural gas producer. Why do you like this one?
1: Yeah. So Chesapeake, it's a large natural gas producer, uh, one of the largest in the nation. Generates about almost $5 billion in pro forma revenue uh, for the 12 months uh, through September. Uh, this company restructured... Uh, went into uh, bankruptcy restructuring in in, uh, June of last year, and then came out in February earlier this year after eliminating about $8 billion in debt. Uh, Since then, uh, they recently announced and closed on a transformative acquisition. They bought another company called Vine Energy, which really really gives them a great foothold uh, and grows their uh, Haynesville production significantly. So they're generating a lot of cash flow, they fixed their balance sheet problem, and they're benefiting from the inflation we just mentioned. You know, in this case, with natural gas, you've seen the stock price just on a tear this year, as you can see, is trading at about $61 a share right now, but it's still extremely cheap. On a pro forma basis for this next year, which we're about to enter in a couple of days, um, is trading at about three times uh, uh, enterprise value to, to EBITDA or cash flow. So we think that's excitingly cheap for this uh, world-class producer of natural gas.
0: Yeah, and in the, that energy space, we've seen a lot of these companies take advantage of the moves that we've seen in the commodity prices, which has allowed them to reduce their expenses, reduce their costs, and get some of the, the bad stuff off their balance sheet. Uh, as M&A, to, uh, M&A activity will probably pick up, uh, continue to pick up in that space as demand continues to be there. Uh, But another name that you have your eye on is GM. Now, this stock's pulled back from a pretty rapid rise that we saw in the early stages of 2021. The CEO, Mary Barra, has come out, laid out plans for an EV platform that's just going to be massive, and they're putting a lot of money behind this. Why do you like uh, GM? By the
1: way, with with Chesapeake, they're also aggressively returning cash to shareholders. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing that GM is doing as well. And GM, like Chesapeake, going the other way around, also restructured through bankruptcy, uh, in this case, you know, a number of years ago. But for GM, uh, in that transaction, the company eliminated about $63 billion in debt and other liabilities. Um, so yes, it's a, it's a legacy automaker, but GM has really invested heavily up into this stage uh, in terms of investing into the new economy. And that's you know, through EV, electric vehicles that have their Ultium platform, um, they have you know Ultium uh, software that they're rolling out, and of course, they have their cruise automotive AI um, uh, autonomously driven uh, vehicle unit, which we think is just sort of icing on the cake. As and when that, comp- that, that subsidiary gets to full commercial production of auton- autonomously driven vehicles, we think that'll be you know, just a terrific event for GM. Um, but GM has been shareholder friendly as well. Um, currently, GM generates about fifteen billion a year in EBITDA or, or positive cash flow, you know, from operations. But that compares with a, an adjusted market value of only about forty-three billion. So you're looking at an enterprise value to EBITDA multiple for GM of about two point eight times EBITDA, and and that's just extremely cheap for a company that generates a lot of cash flow and also has these, you know very impressive and interesting you know, new economy, growth ventures as part of the business.
0: Yeah, and I think if you look in that EV space, the, the, uh, the amount of cars sold that are EVs are still below the double digits at this point, so the uh, total addressable market in that particular space is wide. And the, the last stock you've got on your uh, radar here is Clever Leaves, ticker symbol CLVR. Uh, and this is in a space that's been hurt lately in the cannabis space. Uh, tell me why you like uh, CLVR. That's right. Yeah. So cannabis has fallen a little bit out
1: of favor. Um, our firm actually was uh, uh, the sponsor behind the SPAC that brought this company public, uh, so we know it well. And this company is positioned very well. It's the you know the, the lowest cost producer of uh, pharmaceutical grade medical cannabis, and we think that their you know their total addressable market is just amazing. Um, you know there have been some hiccups in terms of growth, but we expect this company to generate you know, a bigger and bigger uh, uh, stream of revenues going forward as they take more and more market share with their ultra-low cost of production. We think that's an exciting opportunity for Clever Leads going forward.
0: Yeah, and I think if you look at the stock price, down about 60% so far this year. Good opportunity if you're looking to buy it on the cheap side. All right, George, thanks for joining us today here on the TD Ameritrade Network. Pleasure, Tom. All right, that's George Schultze, the founder of Schultze Asset Management.